This is from Maine with Love, an Allagash Brewing podcast where we talk about beer, our community here in Maine, and things that generally make us happy. This is our third episode about Hop Reach, our upcoming IPA, and it's a really fun one because I'm talking with Corey, one of our senior brewers, and Lindsay Bohansky, our hospitality and education specialist who talks to a lot of people about beer and knows just a ton about beer. She's a certified Cicerone, and we just really talk about what does this beer taste like? You know, what is there, what is the flavor to expect? What are the elements of the beer and what are they contributing to it? And, uh, just really to get an idea of kind of the whole picture, you know, how does it taste? So if you are interested, uh, and you don't have this beer in front of you just yet, this is a great episode to listen to that will make you really, really want a beer. Uh, if that sounds good to you, then listen on. So I'm Brett Willis, uh, and with me, I have Lindsay Bohansky, our hospitality and education specialist. Hello. Hello. And Corey McNutt, senior brewer here at Allagash. Hi. Corey, welcome. Um, so we've talked, this is kind of part three of this series about Hop Reach IPA, a new beer that we have coming out in January 2023. And so we talked about creating it, what, you know, what went into basically brewing that beer and coming up with the recipe. And then we also had another podcast about um, branding and thinking about how we're going to, you know, bring that beer to you, all of our fans. And now we're going to talk about something much more exciting than all of those. How does it taste? How does the beer taste? Uh, But before we do that, we got to ask a couple questions of our, of our uh, guests. So Lindsay, what is your favorite wood to work with? Oh, that's such a good question. I'm glad. I'm glad. It's tough because my favorite wood is probably not my favorite wood to work with. Ah. Because there are certain woods that are like curly and have all this beautiful figure in them, but then working with them is a nightmare because they're really unpredictable and whatever. Anyway, my favorite wood to work with, I would say, probably is walnut. Walnut? Yeah. What sort of thing are you making with that? Like, um, We're actually in the middle of this crazy table project where we're doing a custom table for a local restaurant. Oh, that's pretty cool. Very cool. Ash and walnuts. Wow. How big a table is it? (laughs) Pretty dang big. It's huge. Wow. (laughs) It's ridiculously huge. It's like 18 feet. It's really three tables that are joined together. Um, It's like a big communal table. I was going to say, like, where do you store that? In your garage? (laughs) We have a workshop in our basement. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. (laughs) A big basement door. Get it out of there. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. All right, Corey. uh, I got a good one for you. What is your ideal size of dog? Oh, man. Uh, that's a tough one, Brett. <laughs> that's a real zinger. Uh, you know, he doesn't, you don't have to have an ideal size, but I... Well, we on. actually, we have two dogs at okay. home. Okay. Uh, and one is about 75 pounds. Okay, yeah. So he's a pretty good size. Um, and then the other one's about 45. All right. So she's a little smaller, you know, she's a little more nimble. She runs really fast. (laughs) Um, so somewhere, I guess, kind of in between those two, I mean, they're both good sizes, you know, and they're both their own, but, uh, maybe somewhere, you know, 60 pounds or so, something like that. I like that. Yeah. I've got got an 80 pound dog. That's a lot. It's a lot. And it's, he's like, he's not like large. He's just like tall and like it's a German short haired pointer. So like he's, he's just, 
He's tall. He's they're not supposed to be even be that big, but he's just also like a very muscular, like fast dog. Oh, so he's just yeah. he's just intense, just yeah. intensity. But yeah. I feel like that fifty pound range. Yeah, it's a good. It's a nice range. You can still pick him up okay without you yeah. know. So if you if you need to, yeah, yeah. lifting yeah. him into the car or something. Yeah, it's so funny because we had uh, we actually lost our little little baby oh, no. toy fox terrier last year, and I'm he was. Sorry. He was like a rescue. It was like this dog that kind of came to us randomly. Yeah. And I never would have thought that I would want a small dog ever. Yeah. yeah. But he was the best dog I've ever had. Wow. And he was like nine pounds. What? That's crazy. Nine pounds. I feel like I that's he was so small, but that, so he had such big personality and he was so cuddly. That's awesome. Yeah. I feel like that's the size of dog where like when you go to pick it up, you like expect too much weight and it feels like they're like filled with helium. You're just like, oh. totally, totally. Travis, his name was Travis. Travis. Oh, it's a good dog name. It's a good dog name. Patrick. Patrick has a great dog name too. Patrick, who was on love. Yeah. His dog's name's Kevin. Great dog name. People names for dogs. Good. Travis. Yeah. My dog's name is Chip. Good, good people dog names. Great. All right. All right. On to the, uh, the main event of this talking about Hop Reach IPA. How does it taste? Let's open these cans. All right, you can you can grab one. You can open one too. I'm gonna Crack do it. I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it right by the the mic. Ooh. Oh yeah, Chris. That might be one of the sexiest sounds in the world. That was pretty good. <laughs> that was better than expected. <laughs> yeah, you pour pour yourself one. As much as you'd like. Here you go. Oh, Thank you. So. I guess, you know, we can take a sip, but I think the, the to, to, to step back before we talk about this exact beer, I, I don't want to tease it, but I just want to like kind of set the stage of like, you know, what do you both kind of expect from a quintessential IPA? What are you kind of looking for? You know, for me, I'm, I'm kind of looking for something that kind of has a, a little bit of a dynamic aroma to it, you know, mm-hmm. something a little more complex. Right. Um, kind of something that has a little bit, of everything to it, you know, a little bit of citrus character, a little bit of tropical fruits in there, mm-hmm. kind of some, you know, some piney notes, some fresh cut grass type stuff on, totally. the, on the back end. So that's usually what I'm looking for. Nice. Lindsay. You know, I love IPAs, but I tend more towards like the really well balanced, like crisp finish. Mm. I don't love it when IPAs are like really lingering on the palate. Sure. Where it like you get that hot burst, but then it almost sort of evaporates and you're just sort of like, dang, I want another sip. Mm. I can't stand it when IPAs just like sit on your tongue and just crush your palate. Like I like those like fast hitting, like bright, refreshing kind of IPAs. Sure. Nice. All right, take a sip. We'll talk about this Let's beer. I want to hear both of you just kind of impressions. Oh, that smells good. Yeah, that smells awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's interesting how this beer, like, changes as you drink it, like that first aroma to, like, the first, like, part of your tongue and then the aftertaste. It's such a ride. Like, it's not yeah. consistent. I feel like sometimes with IPAs, it's just as kind of that same flavor and taste kind of hits you and all in the same way. But I love how... That really has such a, I don't know, but it's very, com- it's very complex. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Do we have any specific like notes we're getting? Cause we've talked about it in the past couple of podcasts. We've talked about how, you know, we're going for that citrus tropical piney, but like, are there, are there any more specific aromas, I guess, that we're getting in this one? 
Yeah, I mean, totally for me. I'm I'm kind of getting the orange, mm-hmm. you know, grapefruit, a little bit of lime zest, hmm. kind of right up front. Yeah. Um, and then I get some of that kind of pineapple, maybe papaya, sort of, maybe a hint of melon. Hmm. Um, and then I'm really getting that fresh cut grass, you know, and, and some kind of coniferous notes. Yeah, definitely that piney note in the, in the finish. Yeah. Yeah, for totally. sure. I also get like a watermelon rind. Kind of Ooh. goes with that grassy Ooh, note. I could see that. Sure. You know, totally. That kind of like green, like bright kind of melon flavor. But then you also get that kind of grassy note too, like that. Yeah. And it really does, like we talked about this in the first one. We were talking about kind of making the beer. But like it is really cool how this beer, you go through that ride. You know, you have the aroma. You have kind of the taste as you're swallowing it, the retro nasal. And then by the end of it, it's kind of that like, just kind of disappears. Yeah. And you're just like, I, I need another sip. I really want to just see that again. And so it's not like it's, it's hanging around anyway. I mean, you get some bitterness for sure. Yeah. There's that snap of bitterness, but I feel like it's that level of bitterness where it's like, it, it keeps you coming back and it's not too much. And it's just enough to like make you want to have another sip. Totally. And you remind know? you, this is an IPA. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. There's hops in it. Yeah. <laughs> there, there are certainly <laughs> hops in it. That is a fantastic segue. Cause I have, I have the hops that we used on, you know, on this one. And I guess like, Corey, is there like, do you think it would be possible to think about what hops we use and kind of think about what they're actually, uh, contributing to the beer? Like, you know, I don't know if you could remember them off the top of your head. I have them in front of me, but yeah. So <clears throat> I think, you know, in the whirlpool, it's, uh, it's mosaic and then Idaho seven cryo. Okay. I believe. And, um, you know, for me, Idaho 7 is really those kind of tangerine orange notes mm-hmm. to it big time. Yeah. And then Mosaic, you know, is kind of more tropical fruit for me. A little bit of pine, a little bit of kind of berry sweet fruits. Sure. Sort of to it. Cool. God, as soon as you said the word tangerine, I was like, yeah. Yeah, Idaho 7 is like <laughs> tangerine. Yeah. Like, that's, Yeah, that's awesome. It is so interesting how, like, as soon as someone says something, that, like, aroma or flavor can jump out of, like, kind of this balanced blend of flavors of just, like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, there that is. Yeah, I get totally. It That's awesome. Yeah. So, I think also, like, the, so obviously hops are the star of the show, but I'm also, I feel like malt is just, like, the, the malt, the grain bill and kind of the malt sort of, like, uh, flavor profile in this beer is super important it's super important to support those. So I guess like I want to hear kind of from both of you, what you feel like is coming out of the, the actual grains we use in this and the malt. You know, I think, uh, we've got a, you know, kind of a nice diverse grain bill for this beer. And I think, you know, you know, the white, the raw white wheat, the, the Munich malt, um, the, uh, carapils, it's all kind of lending some, some body, some more body to it. Sure. Um, you know, and the Munich kind of lends some of that malty, bready, you know, cracker type aromas and flavors. Mm-hmm. You I know, was definitely getting crackery. Yeah, yeah. Totally. totally. You know, and then the carapils just, I, I feel like, helps out, you know, with a little bit of body, but also more foam stability. Hmm. You know, you get a nice, you know, some nice foam on it. Nice. Yeah, I was going to say, it's sitting in the glass and still got some nice, yeah, little bit of head on it. Yeah, nice retention on it. Um, but also, 
Brett, would you want to talk about dry hops too? I do. I I do want to talk about dry hops. Okay. So I think, you know, for me personally, (laughs) you know, cashmere kind of lends that it's, it's cashmere, Eldorado, a little bit of cascade and citra. Sure. So we kind of, we do a double dry hop on it. We, the first dry hop is cascade, Mm -hmm. which obviously I think lends those, you know, grapefruit piney notes to Mm -hmm. it. And then I think, you know, the Eldorado for me is that kind of pineapple tropical fruit for me. That's the big tropical fruit for me in this one. Hmm. Um, And then Citra, obviously some nice orangey citrus notes. Mm -hmm. Um, And the cashmere for me has always been kind of like a lemon lime zest Hmm. type character. Sure. You know. I feel like this is one of those beers where you can... Pick it apart and like really think about every element of the flavor, but then also in the end, it's just a really, really easy drink and IPA. Like, yeah. I feel like I love that about our beers, where like you could really like sit down and think about them. You know, I think that's yeah. sort of a hallmark of what we do here at Allagash Well is like we can make these beers are so complex; they have all these amazing flavors, but at the end of the day, they're well balanced and easy drinking too. Which I just like. I think that's one of the things I'm obsessed with about with this one. Yeah. A hundred percent. And it's funny, you like basically preempted my next question because it's like, you know, for you, Lindsay, as a person who speaks with a lot of our guests, you know, like how would you encapsulate this beer? And I think that that's kind of the encapsulation, you know? hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's just, it's really drinkable, but also you get those bright hop notes, you get like a hint of bitterness. You know, if, if I didn't tell you what this was and you took a sip of it, you'd be like, oh, this is an IPA. This is great. You know, this is awesome. Um, but you know, if you want to really tease apart the flavor, it's got a lot of layers to it. Yeah. And I think like I had that experience too, like for this particular beer, we were encouraged to take it home to try it and to see if we had any other thoughts about it. Cause you know, we were still, you know, in the R and D phases of it, we, there are still tweaks we can make potentially before it comes out. And so it was, okay, we brewed this batch, take it home, share it with friends, like hang out, just, just enjoy it. And I, that was just such a fun experience with this beer in particular, because, we had all been, I think, internally picking it apart and thinking about it in that super analytical way here. And then when I was at home, you know, sitting on my couch, I was just like, yes, it's good. I had nothing else to say about it. Yeah, I know. I'm just excited that we're going to have a beer that is like just a super crushable IPA that we can take home now. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) My husband loves those too. He's super super pumped about it. When we were doing that trial phase where we bring it home and taste it, he was super, super into it. That's awesome. Can you get some more of that beer? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it sounds like we might be doing one more trial batch. Is that right? Yeah. That's what I heard. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That'll be good. All right. Speaking of which, I mean, I feel like we picked this apart pretty well and it, it like... Yeah, I'm sure there's more we could say, but I think uh, just kind of like stepping back to just the process of making this beer, I guess I, this kind of goes for uh, for both of you. I think it's, it may be a little more Corey specific, but you know, has this beer opened up some new ideas for like folks on the pilot team or for you for pilot ideas? Totally, 100%. Huh. I mean, when we started this, it was just crazy to see how many new hot products are out right. there now. Right. And it's it's cool to see that industry still being innovative and and creating these new products. And there's so much more now as a brewer to kind of choose from, yeah. you know, when you're trying to come up with a beer and uh, 
it, it's just crazy how many products are out there now. Totally. You know, that's fun. Have you thought of any hoppy beers for the pilot? Yeah, team? I guess it just sort of opens up this door of, you know, we've always experimented with IPAs and hops here at Allagash yep. in, you know, some limited ways in yeah. the past. Yeah. But it's exciting to think that there's potentially more more to play with. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, to Corey's point, like looking and watching the whole iterations of this process and trying so many different trials and being like, oh, this is cryo hops and this is, you know, just understanding just the breadth of different hop products like you said, Corey, like it definitely made me think like, wow, okay, we could really, there's so many starting off points, you know, if you choose a style like, you know, beer to guard or whatever, or something that's yeah. a little bit more, you know, refined and more, I don't know, classically allagashy, if you will. Yep. Like yep. if we wanted to like, you know, just thinking about different ways to spice something like that up and try and use different flavor attributes and get those not necessarily from yeast character, which is I think primarily where my mind goes, yep. um, to using more of like a hop flavor and character to come up with some of those pilot ideas. So totally. And it, it makes me think of too, like, um, how by you doing certain methods that you use in an IPA, you can get flavors that are not quote unquote hoppy. Like I'm thinking of 16 counties, you know, we dry hop this beer, 16 counties that's only available in Maine. And it, you would not take that beer and say, Oh, this tastes like it's dry hopped. Like it just is like, it's this adding this extra roundness of character that, that brings another layer to that beer using hops in a totally unexpected way. And I feel like that's just such a fun part of the whole process is how much versatility there is in Absolutely. all these different. Well, even just like the, one of the most recent for me with love beers is the dry hop stays on. Right. And I feel like that extra dry hopping, it just gives it a little bit more brightness. It kind of gives it more of that citrusy element. So using some of the different hop products to achieve stuff like that, I think is really cool. Totally. All right. My final question, you know, where or what is the situation in which you are most excited to enjoy a hop reach IPA? Oh man, pretty much anywhere. <laughs> uh, probably for me, like out on the golf course or something, oh, you know, sunny, nice, nice weather. Yeah. That's but a very good one. Pretty much anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> This to me is like a happy hour beer. Yeah. You know, it's like the, at the end of the day, you're craving something, you know, that's, you know, very much a beer. And to me, like an IPA is like, you know, yeah. very much a beer. Yeah. Um, and so just, you know, at the end of the day, you know, go down to the tasting room, have a pint. That's nice. <laughs> I was like, I was like racking my brain because I didn't think about an answer to this. I actually like didn't give it any forethought, but I did come up with an answer for myself, and that is at the grill. Oh, nice. Mm. Yeah, I think it's just one of those beers where I can just imagine being like, "Yes, this is exactly what I wanted." While grilling up some food. So, so one of the things uh, to note about this beer is it is not particularly hazy. Is there anything that you're thinking about that, Corey? I think we're looking for a light, okay. a, a real light haze okay. to yeah. it. What, what is that? Does that add anything in particular? Is it an aesthetic thing or is it? You know, I think mostly it's a, it's an, an aesthetic thing. You know, people see it. I mean, right. part of drinking beer is, is with your eyes. And yeah. um, I think it's partially aesthetic. I, I think there is a little bit of, you know, aroma and flavor characteristics that kind of come with it as well. Sure. So I think we're looking for a light haze to it. 
Right. Because what we're drinking is a, a an R&D batch of that beer, trying it out on the bigger system. So it will, you know, it, it will change a little bit from this one. I think not in any significant way, but just interesting to note. Yeah. Well, thank you both for taking the time. This is awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Brad. Yeah. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. This has been an Allagash Brewing production. If you have something you want us to talk about on the show, shoot us a message at podcast at allagash.com.